Welcome everybody to another episode of the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast. I'm your host, Gerhard Molin, currently from Peru. As always, enjoy the music. Yeah, welcome back, welcome back to episode number 20. Woohoo! That's amazing. I guess you know what's coming now. A round of applause. <laughs> wow, episode 20, episode 20. First and foremost, as always, I hope you're doing fine wherever you are right now. And wow, I couldn't be more honored and happy to celebrate this little milestone episode 20 with my dear brother and friend max he is such an um, inspiring person so we're here together in pisac at the moment in peru and yeah we are yeah <laughs> experiencing this beautiful journey of healing and and uh, yeah listening to our inner self and yeah it's funny enough actually max and i we met the first time around, let's think, 12 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, back then, I was uh, he was the brother of a friend of a friend. <laughs> and yeah, I remember we, I, I said, you know, I remember that night when we met for the first time. It was in Vienna, we were, I don't know, early 20s, you know, young and naive. And we were out going out partying. And back then I knew there was something, there was something there. But of course, back then you don't really pay attention to those things. And I guess at that time we both were in a very different mindset and far away from actually really connecting to each other because we were not we were far away from our true selves, in a sense. Funny, isn't it? And so as life continues, so we haven't seen each other, heard from each other in yeah years, 10, 12 years, until last December 2022, um, when I saw on Instagram that Max was offering Wim Hof, Wim Hof instructor, Wim Hof uh, retreats. And he was just, it was just such a coincidence. He was offering a Wim Hof retreat on the weekend of my birthday. And I decided for this year's birthday, I just want to do something with myself and don't celebrate with anyone just go to this retreat and yeah it was a very you know it was a very dark time of my life so i felt like this is the right thing to do and since then we yeah our paths have reunited and rejoined and also aligned um we both on the same mission and we share the same values helping people to learn to listen to the inner self again to heal each of us with their own way of doing things. And it's so beautiful how our ways have merged again. And Max, he was one of the people I wanted to interview. Um, yeah, very first uh, for this podcast. But, you know, he was, he was traveling a lot. I was traveling a lot. And now we did our, finally, our podcast episode here in Peru. And yeah, Max is a fascinating person. He's a Wim Hof instructor. Talented, talented Wim Hof instructor with so much heart and soul and healing power. And I've witnessed his healing power not just once, a few times, and the impact he has on people and how he can help them to find to them the heart again and, and listen to the inner self. And yeah, we I'm so grateful that we have met and I'm so grateful that he has invited me to um, those retreats. And now that... Yeah, he gave me the idea that to also come to Peru and it has been a ma magical time here. And I will talk about my experience in the next episode. But yeah, please enjoy this little milestone celebration with my dear friend and brother Max. You can, I'll, I'll send you links in the show notes if you want to learn more about the Wim Hof, Wim Hof method itself or if you're curious and want to actually attend one of these Wim Hof retreats, I really can recommend it. It was, for me, life-changing. It was a beautiful experience, and I'm so happy that I was able to experience it with Max because he's such an 
gifted and talented healer and instructor and friend and brother. All right, without further ado, enjoy this beautiful guest episode with Max. I hope you can, yeah, just relax and tune in and enjoy a conversation between two brothers. All right, enjoy. Max, <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on the show. Actually, um, I wanted to have you on the show as a guest since I started this podcast. And finally, we have the opportunity to do this interview. So thank you for joining. Thank you, brother, for the invitation. <laughs> and what better place than what better doing place? this right now in Peru. Yes. So yeah, where are we now? We're in Peru. <laughs> and where exactly? As a question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are in a magical land. Okay. And they call it Masca. Masca. So it's close to uh, Pisac. Pisac. In the mountains of Peru. And uh, also like it's the Sacred Valley, isn't it called? The, the Sacred Valley. Exactly. Exactly. And it's really, it's really like the name is the program. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you say this in English, but... <laughs> it sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes like um, your life story is quite inspiring, fascinating. And um, I want to start with actually the slogan you use. Um, I quit banking and escaped the illusion of normal. <laughs> That's a quite um, bold and yeah, on the point statement. Tell us more about that. <laughs> yeah, it's bold, but actually I didn't want to be too provocative yeah. because I, I didn't want to like say that like everything else is normal or yeah. not normal, mm -hmm. you know? But it's just that taking on like the normal mm -hmm. without understanding that there are many, many other ways of living your life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think I think I, I lived for, for many years in this illusion of or in this illusion of how life is. Mm -hmm. This is just how it is. Mm -hmm. And it took me quite some time to understand that there is no this is how it is. So there is no normal. There is no abnormal. There's just whatever you want to do with it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was quite, quite, quite relieving, but it takes also a lot of courage, mm -hmm. you know, to go a little bit further away, to look, to look from the outside what you're actually doing with your life. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if this feels good also for yourself, if this feels aligned with your own life mission. Yeah. And I saw very quickly that it was not. <laughs> like, like before, you know, working in banking and also my studies, it, it was pretty, really forced. Right. But this is the crazy thing. Like also in school, it was mm -hmm. really forced that I, you know, I had to go to school, mm -hmm. but I never wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. And I also felt like I have to study, but I actually never wanted to study. Yes. But, you know, it's crazy that we think that this is the way. Mm -hmm. and there is no other way like this is how you're gonna have a job this yeah. is how you're gonna make money and uh, a family and uh, you know like just being also conformed mm -hmm. socially mm -hmm. yeah so let's maybe stick to like to, to your early early 20s I mean like you yeah, you studied but you also went to the Austrian special forces yes how do you how did you end up there and already at that point was it like yeah how did why did you why did you decide to go to the Austrian special forces <laughs> <laughs> knowing you now and yeah. like yeah yeah I, I think it has a lot to do with um, this this big process in my life yeah I was talking about it yesterday external validation mm -hmm. so uh, I need a lot of approval okay this is this is part part of my energy mm -hmm. and at that time I, I wasn't aware of it so I was kind of a slave to this wow and um, yeah what, what what drove me there was doing something special, being something special, being seen. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, this is of course related to, you know, like my relationship with my parents, with mm -hmm. my father and mm -hmm. so on. Like just being approved. My father was also in the army. Like oh, he is still, okay. no, not anymore, but he was for a long time. Like he's an officer in the army as a milits. You know, in Austria, we have this thing where you, where you, where you were like part-time in mm -hmm. the army. Like you go there for three weeks in a, in a year. So I, I know that I don't want to stay there. So I knew that I'm, I'm not going to be an officer, but I, I thought like, okay, if I go to the special forces, 
<laughs> like it's 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 cooler than than what he's doing, <laughs> and he will he will like respect it, respect this, and so on. <laughs> wow! And just in a nutshell, because I think it's for many people quite interesting to hear from someone like who went to the special forces. How was yeah? How was your being like? There's many steps I would like to talk about your life. Like, but special forces. How was the experience for you? What did you learn about yourself during that time? And like, well, and also like. So yeah, A, what did you learn about yourself? And B, how was the, um, I guess you went there with some expectations and how was the reality? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a, <laughs> a big gap to, between um, how I think it's going to be and yeah. how, how it was. And also it was like my, like my, my, my early life. It was really, really forced. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to force myself so hard to be there. But yeah, it, it It was completely against my own, like my own path, against my own nature. Wow. <laughs> Because I have a big problem with authorities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that somebody tells me what I should do. It's good to the special forces. <laughs> <laughs> But I liked, you know, I liked the physical challenges. Right, yeah. You know? But also that, I, I, you know, I was so young at that time and I mm -hmm. had no experience whatsoever in, in the army. So most people that go there, they already have a lot of experience. So right. I, I knew nothing about the weapons, how to clean, like <laughs> wow. nothing. So it was a lot of stress, a lot of stress. And I, I struggled a lot there. I, I didn't do well. And uh, yeah, when like the people that I, that I were with at the beginning, like they all, they all dropped out one after each other. And wow. at the end, out of, I don't know, probably a group of 10 people or so, like there was only two people left. Wow. And this other guy, he... <laughs> He was such a dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this really like, this 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 broke me also. Like mm -hmm. it was not so much the, the environment because before with the people, it, it, it was it, it was okay because there was like a group spirit. But our group completely fell apart. And then it was only like like us left. And uh, yeah, I, I it, it, <laughs> it got so bad. Like I, I, I almost, I, I shot in my foot, you know. <laughs> I almost shot in my foot. What? <laughs> yeah, because you know you do this thing where you yep. where you unload the weapon, mm -hmm. and usually there shouldn't be a, a, a patron. Okay. In in the weapon, but it still was there, and I triggered the the gun, and like only like one or two centimeters. Wow. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but then you so out of ten only. You and this other guy, you finished yeah, of our group, of our your yeah, group. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We we, we stayed. We, we like, we we were the ones that were still there, and then we yeah we, we continued. But there was no like it was far away from finishing. So. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, then so, I, I never. Yeah. I also to be clear, I, I never finished this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I never finished. <laughs> you said like okay, this is enough, and then yeah, 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 and then like. What was then, so after this experience, because I would like to unravel the journey, how you're from this point, how you ended up here in Peru. Mm. <laughs> and I guess with every experience we encounter, everything we do, there's something we learn about ourselves and everything that kind of like guides us more forward to this hopefully right direction. Yeah. What happened after the special forces? What did, within you, what did you think next? Hmm. Yeah, I, I continued like, Yeah, I did my studies. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wanted to, I wanted to to do finance. Mm -hmm. Also, I wanted to do something special. Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, do something elite and earn a lot of money. <laughs> 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 um, yes, and then I continued the studies. But yeah, it was. But the good thing is that I the, also during the studies I had this. I don't know. I had this. Like I didn't dedicate a lot of time to my studies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I never did this in school and also in the studies because it was it was too much of a of a of a enforcement. Enforcement, right? So I did just what I needed to do, and during during the during the the, the semesters, I was always traveling around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there was this there's this deep curiosity inside of me. There's a there's also a part of me that. It's looking for the mystery. That it's looking to unravel problems and stuff like that. And I think this adventurous side inside of me that that that, that yeah that continued with the travels. Mm -hmm. And also, I did a, a semester abroad. Mm -hmm. So I went to Australia 
and Australia changed everything. Wow. Yes. I, I felt like everything led me to this point to go mm -hmm. to Australia. Because in Australia, I met my, my, my brother, Samo. Mm -hmm. And Samo is actually the reason why I'm here. <laughs> Even though he's not here. He's not here. But it was planned. Like wow. He's also traveling, he's traveling the world at the moment. He quit yeah. his job. Really amazing guy. You should also do podcasts with him. And um, yeah, we agreed that we meet here. <laughs> I'm here. He's, <laughs> he's not, not here. here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I, I love him so much. This, this guy changed my life. How this, did he change your life? Hmm. Yeah, he, he got me um, in contact actually with, with Mitsu and Vero. Really? Like, this is the, the, wow. the, the place where we mm -hmm. are here, the mm -hmm. people that we are here. And he also got me in contact with the yeah with the plant medicine, and <laughs> like I, I I remember like before we did our first ceremony, he was like looking into my eyes and saying like, Max, you know there there's a deeper truth to your life and wow and uh, I'm like he wasn't sure like he felt also a big responsibility that of he's, course that he's gonna put me into this you know. But, you know, afterwards, of course, I was very, very grateful because, yeah, that that night, that night also changed my life tremendously. Wow. Yeah. So this was in Australia with... No, 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 no. This was many years later. Many years later. Many years later. But, but I just met him there. Met him there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So you're supposed to meet so you can then yeah. years later do this first ceremony. Yeah. I always say I, I did all my studies. To, to meet someone <laughs> this was the only this was the reason <laughs> but you know that's the crazy but sometimes you think like life guides you in the most bizarre and weird ways mm -hmm. you think you think you know what's what's happening but you don't know yeah it's you never know to totally out of, out of the blue you just never know for what is something good for mm -hmm. also with the time in the special forces like also there's a part of me that wanted to be there mm -hmm. and I feel this now you know in the things I'm doing But now I do it with a different purpose. I do it for helping people. Yep. For helping people to heal, for healing myself. And if I align my purpose with these kind of situations, I have like unbelievable amounts of energy mm -hmm. to, to support and to, to just be very courageous and to go through difficult processes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, now this also makes sense, you know, like these experiences from the past, like I, I feel them in, in wow. you know, in, in very intense nights, mm -hmm. like, wow, like this is it. Like, and I feel, I feel like home, you know, Wow. just aligned with my purpose. Mm -hmm. So then you, so in Australia and when, when kind of like, when did the egg start to crack more and more open? Yeah. And because at some point you was, yeah. So when it, so when was this process? When it was the, yeah. Yeah. After Australia, I travel like also during Australia, I, I traveled a lot mm -hmm. and I continued with that and my, the, the travels, they got more and more adventurous. So also I remember it was, I think, I don't know, 2015 or 2016. I went, I, I was in, in Central America. Okay. And I ended up in, in Guatemala. Mm -hmm. Also in the place that Samo recommended <laughs> to me. <laughs> And they had a very, very crazy night. So, you know, I was I, I was a crazy person at the time. <laughs> like, just going so wild, you know. Like, <laughs> like drinking. I don't know, like trying everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at this one party, I drank a lot. Took a lot of cocaine. I took MDMA. And then, late in the night, I dropped for the first time in my life a psychedelic wow. LSD. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Max. Honestly, I, I had no idea about it. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> what, what, that I, never, I think I never ever heard the word psychedelic or shit. Wow. Okay. I, I was just like, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so please, how did this end? How did this night end? <laughs> you know, it was so crazy. I, <laughs> I always say it was so good at one point that I don't regret it. <laughs> okay. But it was it ended up so bad <laughs> that I'm never gonna do it again. <laughs> and I never did. Yeah. I never ever did. Yeah. It was the, the first and the last time I, I took LSD. Wow. And yeah, I was like this this <laughs> thing like just triggered my, my deeper, deeper fears, mm -hmm. like a, a paranoia, a, a deep mistrust in my environment. And I, I, it was the first time that I consciously really died, like wow. really, really, okay. really, really died. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, 
it was really really insane i i went nuts and i think there, there was a guy with me uh, he traveled with me for a couple of weeks I re he really saved my life in that night wow because i i think i i don't know what what would have happened if he would not have been with me it was, oh, okay. it was just in, in, insane but you know <laughs> after that just a couple of weeks ago i read i read what i was writing after this <laughs> and i was writing like guys like i found a new facebook a new <laughs> google like a thing like the internet like why is not the whole world talking about this you know like what i have seen like I, you know that's <laughs> like why why is not everyone like talking about yeah. this and yeah this really 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 had a, had a, a crazy impact in my mm -hmm. life because afterwards I went back and I still had to study. And it was a dark year because I, I don't know, like I saw also in, in the travel in Central America, I saw like how, how different many, many people live, how simple many, many people live. Then I was again in this contrast, like in this financial world. It was just such a big contrast. Mm -hmm. It was hard to mm -hmm. get into my mind. Mm -hmm. Like something was really completely new rewiring it was it was a hard a pill to swallow as well to accept this kind of reality uh, but i think it was very very good like it cracked me open it it opened me up and i saw like oh there's a lot more than i actually thought and mm -hmm. when i was growing up mm -hmm. like it 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 um yeah like burned down the walls wow. ar around my mind and but it was very destabilizing very destabilizing as well Wow, so I think in a sense, sometimes we need this oddly near-death or like consciously conscious death experiences to it's necessary to really crack our egg open because sometimes our mind is just way too oh what is it, what is saying? It takes the lead way too much mm. and doesn't doesn't want to even see other perspectives to life. Yes. Beyond that what you know. Yes. Because it's this illusion of yeah. security. Security, yeah. Like, oh, now I know what to do. Now, oh, this is my life. Mm -hmm. This is my family. This is my wife. This is my work. This is but who I am. This is who I am. And it's it's hard to swallow this, that mm -hmm. there is nothing like it. Yeah. You know? And because we, we are just conditioned in a completely different way. Mm, with a really, I think, personally, with, with this illusion of false security. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a deep process. And then, so now, okay, but then I guess we could call this a bit, kind of like it was the start of the whole process of really opening up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did it continue then afterwards? How did it continue? Yeah, I was still, like, I went back, let's say, to the old world, you know, like, because <laughs> it, it's, it's hard. It's, it's mm -hmm. hard to let go of that. It's mm -hmm. so hard. It's so deeply ingrained. And I, I continued. I was still going for, for, for the path of, of, I want to become an investment banker. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so what I did, I studied even more. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I decided like to do two masters. Uh, because also because of a deep insecurity, I felt like I need this, this wow. credentials. Mm -hmm. I need like the good, you know, the good, um, the good, Praktika, you say, you know, like mm -hmm. so. I went to 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 do internships, you know, in, in London and in Frankfurt and in big banks, and um, yeah, I, I thought that this is this is what I need to do. But I, yeah, I now 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 I know it so so clearly. But in in of course in in, in this moment I didn't know, but it it felt so wrong. <laughs> it felt so wrong. <laughs> wow. It just felt so wrong. And life showed me just in this couple of years, like more and more clearly. Mm -hmm. Like, are you gonna destroy yourself? Like, you're not gonna end up good. And yes, in actually in one of the travels afterwards that I didn't want to do, because it was too boring, it was to the United States, but a couple of friends with me, they they we went together and did like an RV and afterwards I stayed longer to 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 go surfing in, in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And there was this moment where in the, just in a very boring night where a really cool guy, like a yoga teacher, we did a team meditation. And during this team meditation, he showed me a breathing technique. And I didn't know it at this time. It was the Wim Hof breathing technique. Mm -hmm. I did this breathing technique and this was 
yeah, this was also one of one of these moments in my life that I didn't know that it's going to change my whole life. Wow. But it was the first time that I understood, like it opened the door to my inside world, mm-hmm. which is actually everything there is. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought about that before. But in this moment, I, I felt it. Yeah, I felt it so clearly. Like this, wow! There, there is something inside of me. There is. I, I have a power. You know, I can. Well, I can hold my breath for so long, or I feel this and this sensation. So it was the first time that I really consciously looked inside. Uh, yeah, and from 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 then on, I went back afterwards and um, was looking. What well, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Then I found out it's Wim Hof. And I wanted to study it. Yes. And I did. And I did. And yeah, also, <laughs> like, it was never my intention. Honestly, still at this at this time, I was working in the bank. I, it was not my intention to, to teach this thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was not. But I also felt like I don't want to be in the bank. Mm-hmm. So end of 2019, I, I stopped working in a bank. And I <laughs> was cl- classical, the, the extremist that is also <laughs> part of myself. <laughs> you know, I decided to, I, I, I let go of everything. I give back the apartment, no job, nothing. So I just packed my backpack and I I wanted to to travel, mm-hmm. actually to walk. I mm-hmm. walked away from Vienna. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, I just, I, I, because I was like, okay, five euros a day. Oh, with that, I can go like two, three years easily. <laughs> yes, yeah, just with my tent. <laughs> So I, I walked away from Vienna and I walked in the direction of the east. And after not a long time, <laughs> <laughs> after after like a month or li- a little bit more, I was in, in on the border from Serbia and Bosnia. Yeah, I got a, I got, it was also one of these moments that, you know, like that's really hard to, to com- like to, to imagine, to comprehend, but it, is this moment when life really hits you with like with the reality also of things and um, that makes you really look into your mirror mm-hmm. and it was when you know the the girlfriend at that time of my brother she killed herself mm-hmm. and i remember very clearly like my mother called me and uh, she she told me that and i i i, I couldn't speak i i was there was nothing there was just nothing like complete emptiness and yeah, it was just really, really, really crazy. Like it, it hit me deeply. And uh, I, I knew at this time that I, I need to go back. You mm-hmm. know, I'm very, very close also with, you know, with my brothers. Also with my brother, Freddy. And I, I went back and I, it, was a, it was a crazy time. I know we, we, we stayed together very close for, for a couple of months. And it was really interesting because he, he, he told me that, mm, that no, no, like her... The, the girlfriend, that that she's really admiring what I'm doing, mm-hmm. like that that I have the courage to like to to break out, you know, to to not go so far that it's gonna kill myself. Mm-hmm. But I say stop, and I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I I just don't continue with this, and I think she couldn't do this, you know, she was very caught up in in this system. Wow. And um, yes, and also a couple of weeks before I left, I, I showed her the, the breathing technique and she, she asked my brother several times to, to, oh, can we do the breathing? Can we do the breathing? But you know, of course, at, at the time when I remember back, I understand like how far these things are out. Like no one, no one believes in this. So mm-hmm. no one, no one's going to do it with you. Mm-hmm. But in, when you're in this space, you need someone around you that people... Yeah, you you cannot do it on your own. Mm. And he told me that it really that she said she felt a relief in this moment, and this made me like okay, I I, I found something that really also changed my life, and I know that it can help people that are in really really bad places. And um, then I started, then I started te- teaching it at the end of the year two thousand nineteen for wow. the first, for the first time. Yeah, and yes, this was. She, she for sure is one of the main reasons why wow why why I found my path mm-hmm. yes and yeah I find it's just so beautiful that actually all we need all we need or we already have is just through a breathing technique 
we can mm-hmm. really open our doors yeah. to our subconscious but also to our heart and yeah i mean like we can talk about this more in a second and then what did you learn about yourself during the Wim Hof instructor training how was it what was your process what did you have to let go was it what were the difficulties so to say or yeah challenges <laughs> it's very funny <laughs> when i went for the first training in holland mm-hmm. i've never taken an ice bath before <laughs> 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 Same with the special forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no preparation. <laughs> no preparations. I went there and uh, <laughs> I did it, and um, because I, I hate the cold, it's yeah. really like I'm so I'm so sensitive to the cold. I have a lot of traumatic experiences wow. in my past with the yeah. cold, so I didn't like this part at all. I I came for the breathing, you know. <laughs> 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 but so like, okay, it's part of it. It's part mm-hmm. of it. And I think this is also what I what I learned. Like I was struggling so much. Also afterwards, we went to Poland and I was struggling. I remember like every time after the ice bath, I had a big after drop. I, w- I was sitting at the breakfast table and my my I, <laughs> my my whole my, my limbs they were they were shattering. Wow! Were like, wow! I, I, I couldn't really eat because I was so cold. And we did like two minutes ice bath, you know. But. At the end, at the very, very end, most people already left. I stayed a night longer. It was very interesting. It was also very cool. Like there was only like five people around, and we had we had breakfast with Wim, and we had a really, really <laughs> funny open talk. And afterwards, I felt very, like very motivated, and I took a, another ice bath. So I, I went to to the river close by, and it, it was it was it was frozen. Mm-hmm. Mm, so we broke it open, and I went inside. And the, the, the transformation didn't happen inside, but afterwards. Wow. Afterwards, I was so cold. I, I thought, I'm, I'm dying. So I, 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 knee, I knee down on the, on the ground. And I, for the first time, I think I really, really surrendered completely. I said, like, okay, like, I cannot do anything anymore. I'm just going to surrender. And this was also kind of a death process. And the crazy thing is that at this moment where I, completely surrendered my whole body started to burn wow like my feet my hand it was burning for the first time i felt this inner fire mm-hmm. and i remember i was walking back barefoot and i was I, I felt good you know i just felt good even though it was so it was like minus i don't know like minus 10 degrees outside or so but mm-hmm. this really really changed because then i understood this concept of the power of the mind and um it has, yeah. It it, it was a, a, it had a big impact on me. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was like a switch. Wow. So I turn around the switch, and suddenly you transform this tremendous pain into into something really beautiful, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a bliss. And just from one second to the other, it it was like magic. Wow. So what? <clears throat> let's elaborate this. So what do you think actually happened in this part of surrender? Because when I told my mom about like, you know, Wim Hof and like, mm-hmm. you know, what they do, they walk, you know, in just in swimwear up a mountain and my mother and I think many people as well, they would think like, ah, these are special people. Mm-hmm. How, what, what would you say to that? And also like, what do you, how would you relate it to do to your realization what happened in the surrender moment? Mm-hmm. Because you struggle as well with the cold. Exactly. Yeah. This is so good because yeah, it's something that, that is guiding me through my life. Like I'm, I'm I'm looking at my fears mm-hmm. and I'm looking also at, 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 at the weaknesses. And I actually think the door to this opened the cold. Maybe I wasn't doing this before so much. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wasn't doing it. But with the cold, like I'm always saying like, you are blessed that you are afraid of the cold. You are blessed that you are cold because this will make you, like when you feel comfortable in the cold, there you, you don't gain as much. Mm-hmm. But when you are super afraid of something and you overcome it, like this is the biggest blessing you can you you can get in your life mm-hmm. because this will show you how how transformation works and this will show you also that your fear is just an illusion mm-hmm. and that it's your mind holding on to something that your mind is being afraid of something and yeah the cold can really really teach you exactly that that it's only in your mind wow yes that there is actually nothing to be afraid of that mm-hmm. you will always find a solution doesn't matter how un- uncomfortable it gets. And I tried a lot. 
It's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and what was in your, what, what do you think in your perspective? What was with you? What fear, what fear was it, do you think? What fear kind of like tried to protect you with the cold? Yeah, it was, it was from, 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 from the childhood, mm -hmm. from the childhood on. I, I always, <laughs> my mother put a lot of clothes always on me <laughs> because I was always cold. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had yeah some like one time I I was where now where I take the, the people in, in my place in 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 the woods close to Vienna where I take the people now when I was a child I, I broke into this lake wow and like yeah. everyone around me freaked out mm -hmm. and, and um, yeah this was one one of the examples where I think where there was so much fear and also I remember when when I was very young we we went skiing and my hands they always got so cold and i i couldn't move anymore like my, my father he was carrying me home blowing into my gloves so my fingers can get warm but it was it was horrible 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 experience like it was so much pain in my fingers wow so much pain and yes i think it's also apart from this apart from these experiences i mean think about it the cold is just one of the biggest threats mm -hmm. we just naturally face mm -hmm. i mean it's so difficult to imagine the life without the fire mm -hmm. and how much warmth from from the inside out the fire brought into our lives it's it's like it's it's such a good experience just just to to go out there in nature and and see even in the summertime what what the heat what the fire is mm -hmm. actually doing to us and It's un unimaginable to have a, a, a life without a fire. <laughs> so yeah. the, 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 the cold is a, a very, very deeply ingrained threat mm -hmm. inside of our system. Also, when you think about the body temperature, mm -hmm. you know, if you, the body temperature is so sensitive, the core body temperature. So if the core body te temperature just changes a little bit, you will already like feel very bad. You have fever or you have a, a hypothermia when it's mm -hmm. just like two degrees lower, three degrees, you almost die. Mm -hmm. So we are very, 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 very sensitive to the temperature that because the temperature keeps us alive. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think this is also why, why it's so powerful because you, 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 you engage with this threat, mm -hmm. this deadly threat, maybe the biggest threat in our lives. And this touches something very, very deep inside of you, something very old, something very primal. It wakes you up. And I think this is, yes, this is the magic also of the cult. You connect, like this connection is so old. It's so deep inside of your brain. Like even though you never engage with this all your life because you live in such a comfort, it's still there. And you can still dig it out, mm -hmm. this connection. Mm -hmm. And this is what is actually happening. When you practice this with a lot of awareness, with a lot of sensitivity, you will more and more and more deeply connect with like the deepest parts of your brain. And I, I, I yes, I will, you know, I, I, I made this, this experience for myself. Like I did different challenges to mm -hmm. see like, can I really now impact my, my, autonomous systems in mm -hmm. the body so it was doing different experiments like with my heart rate or you know with the oxygen saturation measuring the the blood flow inside and i and i was seeing it like just black on white on on, on the numbers of these measurements like ah oh, wow i can just with my mind upregulate, downregulate, influence my blood flow and so on it's very very wow. it's remarkable so it, it really works so would you say then like you know when we because with this cold shock And this triggering of this very primal, primal center of our brain. What happens then, I guess, is that you know we wake up and then suddenly we we remember what this life is really all about mm -hmm. and who we are. Is this what you have witnessed, or like, yeah, exactly? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I see this all the time. Yeah, like it's incredible how fast you can change a group of people just by going out into nature, yeah. by going into the cold by remembering what is really important in your life. Mm -hmm. There comes a sense of gratitude. There comes a sense of humbleness. And there comes a, a sense of deep connection. And life becomes suddenly very, 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 very simple. Mm -hmm. 
And I think this is how our ancestors lived. Mm-hmm. You know, they lived from day to day. And it's a very relieving thing, actually. You know, and yes, I think this is this is what is happening. Like this deep sense of grounding, this deep mm-hmm. sense of gratitude for your life, for being alive, this life force inside of the you. Life force, yeah. And just having suddenly something warm. Mm-hmm. I have something warm or I sit around the fire afterwards like, wow. It's like just mind-blowing moment. And you understand that there is nothing to achieve, that there is, that you 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 create like these problems in in in, in your mind. Mm-hmm. In this moment, the problems are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're just happy that you are alive. Mm-hmm. And these problems are literally not real. Like yes. So I mean, they, wow. They, actually, now that you said it, like it so mu- makes so much sense because of our ancestors, you know, like li- to live day by day by day, but also they were kind of like exposed on a daily basis to. Yeah, near-death experiences or like on the edge, either hunting, hunting, gathering, yeah. do we have enough food, do we have fire, is it cold? Whereas nowadays, I mean, it's good that we have a lot of comfort, Yeah, but that's not maybe too much comfort. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is, I think this, this is the topic with responsibility mm-hmm. and with awareness. Like, of course, we're developing the whole time and um, it's very good. Like, we have a lot of beautiful, like, I'm, I'm happy that I'm sitting now in, in, in the room, you know. I mean, even though there is no heating, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, st- I'm still happy or yeah. I'm happy for, I don't know, for so many modern things. It's not, it's not, a, it's not about black and white thinking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your own awareness. It's mm-hmm. your own responsibility. And this is the thing. With more comfort, there comes more responsibility. Because you see what what's happened, you know, like all this autoimmune disease and this mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Like a big, big, big reason for this is the comfort mm-hmm. and the overstimulation. So, yes, we don't do ourselves a favor by by how should I say by going to the extreme of just being in the comfort. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a lot. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't take a lot. No, <laughs> it just takes a little bit. Yes. A little, 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 little bit. And this is already enough. And even this is sometimes too much nowadays. Yeah. But this is what I mean by responsibility. We have to now have the responsibility. Okay, we can choose. But always with the choice, there comes a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it's not for any, I don't know, like for, it's just for your own sake. Just for your own sake. Just for your own sake. Absolutely. And you said an interesting keyword, autoimmune diseases. And like, mm. I think there's like so much more and more books coming out of it, more research, there's like how deeply ingrained um, the mind and the body are. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of obvious if once you're like, kind of like um, deal mm. with this matter much more, much more. But how, how was your experience healing people as a Wim Hof instructor and what you do in general? Um, have you, yeah, were the cases where people have been doing the Wim Hof Uh, method and really focused on awareness and finding to themselves again and could you see kind of like some transformation yes man of course (laughs) (laughs) of course no it's it's really it's it's incredible and uh, Mm -hmm. it gives me a lot of energy and a lot of drive to 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 continue yeah because i receive many many messages and letters and stuff like that like how 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 much this experience you know or continuous form of practice help them i know many many people like uh, in my mind there's there's no doubt and also to be very clear like there is no oh i i do one retreat or i have this one experience mm-hmm. this transformative experience where that you know that there is no this you 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 don't change your life from one day to the other and you also do yes you also do you can always change your life. But for most of us, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It's possible. You know, you can change your life from one day to the other. But <laughs> like the patterns are too deeply ingrained. Absolutely. It takes time. Absolutely. It takes patience. And um, I think if you follow, um, yes, if you follow a, a proper process, you know, and this is the power also of the Wim of Method that it's pretty simple, it's pretty 
integratable into our daily lives, this can already have a, a, a big, a big, big change. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm all about for for whatever 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 helps someone. Yeah. And I know for a fact that this helps many many people. And it's not only one thing. It's it's usually the same with me. It's a door opener. Mm -hmm. It's just a door opener. And the whim of method, <laughs> I always call it, is like a sledgehammer. You know, <laughs> it's like a sledgehammer <laughs> that breaks down <laughs> certain walls inside of mm -hmm. you and um, makes you realize in these moments who you really are and what you want to do with your life. If you can follow it through, this is a long process. It's mm -hmm. very, very difficult because it, you know, <laughs> like the this healing path is is a very, very difficult one because when you start doing it. <laughs> The problems might get even bigger. Yeah. Because it's like cleaning up your room. You will find a lot of shit under yeah. your bed. Mm -hmm. And then you, because sometimes we think, oh, no, I'm doing this for a couple of years. And, you know, no, it's and like, it gets, wow, yeah, like you just discovered the mess. <laughs> just <good. laughs> the mess we are. <laughs> <laughs> the mess so, we are, yes. But yeah. So it takes, it takes so much courage to do it. Uh, but you know, anyways, like once you start it, there there is no way back. No, <laughs> there's no. no way back. I think there was a beautiful saying that um, uh, before the truth sets you free, it hurts. Yes, it hurts, but it's not. Yeah, how should I say it's it's it's, it's nothing bad. You know, it's mm -mm. like th th these things they give rise to many many beautiful mm -hmm. things. Like you you really start becoming the artist of your life. Mm -hmm. Because you understand that all the things that are there, all the all the mess, this actually creates the beauty of your life. Mm -hmm. This takes a little bit of a time because we, you know, we are still often in this mindset. Oh, now I got it. Now I'm healed. Now I'm this. Now I'm that. Until you realize, oh, no, 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 no. It's a it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing <laughs> process. I mean, yeah. And I think there's another. I think I like I like the analogy that actually healing or growth. It's not about adding things. It's subtracting things. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, hopefully one day you find this beautiful sculpture within you. Yes. It was already there. Yes. And it's really crazy because we, you know, usually it's, we cannot believe that life is actually so beautiful mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. That life can be light, that life can like just gives us much, much more than we could have ever imagined like abundance mm -hmm. it's it's just we 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 cannot allow this in our minds very often that we that we are living in a very forceful way very often mm -hmm. and this is so hard to 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 let go of that you know to understand that there are many that there are many things that are that become normal for you but that are actually not normal mm -hmm. like that maybe the resistance in your life is showing you not that you have to go harder, but that you have Did to you go, go lighter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That you don't have to add up things. You have to let go of yeah. the things and just do less. Mm -hmm. This is very, very difficult process. Very difficult process. And I, I you know, I, I went, I went hard for the, for the last five years. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I'm I'm still only at the beginning to figuring this right. out. Yeah. To allow the beauty, the artistic view of life to unfold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we, this just reminded me of a conversation we had, I think yesterday or day, two days ago, where we just talked about like, wow, how did we end up here? You know? Mm -hmm. And as you said, like, yeah, once you decide to go this path, I mean, yeah, you have to go <laughs> all the all way. The way. <laughs> but I'm just like, sometimes it's, because now we are here and we feel all the things we sometimes forget where we come from yeah and it's how do you deal with like you know like when you meet, meet people and they're like just at the beginning or like they didn't haven't even started what is the best way to kind of like nudge them or like show them like hey yeah I think the best and the most difficult way as well <laughs> is actually to be to create kind of situations mm -hmm. where the people can understand for themselves. Mm -hmm. Because I think ultimately it needs to come from the inside. Mm -hmm. You need to make this decision for you. You, 
there there needs there needs to be a change inside that that you understand that nothing is set in stone that everything matters mm-hmm. as well what you do and that you have to the power to direct your life every 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 moment you know and at the same time also not not like pressuring yourself like crazy just understanding also that it's light that is patience acceptance so I think one of the best ways is, is for example, making fire, you know, (laughs) (laughs) making fire without, without anything. (laughs) This teaches you a lot. This teaches you a lot. Yeah. This teaches you a lot. (laughs) One one of these things. Also thing, doing, doing things in a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, this also creates this beautiful environment where you, where you, where you can see yourself in the others. Yeah. Mm. As well as, I think, family constellations, because this also gives you the opportunity to see yourself from the outside. Mm-hmm. And for me, it would have never, I think probably, it would have never happened without the plant medicine. Wow. Yeah. Because I was just, it's also due to my, due to my, to do like who, the, the energies I was born with. I'm just very, very deeply into, into things. And, um, Yes. <laughs> so I was so deeply into into and so naive and so stubborn mm-hmm. that I really needed like I really needed to die a couple of times. Wow. But yeah, in a not in a nice way. Mm-hmm. And even then, I remember even then I was almost not letting go. Like I repeated this. Mm-hmm. Many, many times. And I was thinking like, oh, like I don't know if I can trust these people I'm doing the ceremonies with. Or <laughs> because I was so, so convinced of, 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 of who I am and my path. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, yeah, this, it, 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 it changed my life. Like I'm, I'm forever, ever grateful to, to these plants and to the spirits of the plants mm-hmm. and they are really, they really give you a mirror mm-hmm. of who you are, mm-hmm. and it takes time to understand that what you see is yourself. Mm-hmm. Because what I saw was not very nice, and I rejected it, and I couldn't believe that this is wow. this is me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like the um, stay with the plant medicine is like you know, yeah, two things that resonated with me what you said about death, I think this concept that there is death in our life, even if not the biological death, but the death of identities we have to let go. Mm. Or even like, yeah, entities that we think we are, but we actually not, Mm. but they're just so deeply ingrained and it hurts. It Mm -hmm. literally needs a death. And like this week, what, I mean, I'm not going to go into details, in this episode, but what I was amazed about it is like how the plant medicine. So I first had the ayahuasca ceremony and then had the bufo. And then yesterday, yeah, Wajuma. Mm-hmm. How all of them communicated together. Yeah. To kind of like, and I think this intelligence, yeah, it amazed me. And I'm actually very grateful. <laughs> like that you kind of like, thanks to you, kind of like you introduced me to the plant medicines as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really there now, again, now, of course, when people listen to this, it's very hard to convey the idea. And I think it's, there's a lot of like, yeah, how to say? Preconceptions. Preconceptions and stereotypes. And, yeah. but it's, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to describe in words, but like this intelligence in it that is undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it makes you just really humble mm-hmm. and really grateful because and it also, it's very relieving as well, because you know that there are <laughs> things going on that you have just no idea mm-hmm. of. And yes, I think it's very good for the mind, because the mind sees something else, a different intelligence that puts the mind also into its place a little bit. Because I think mostly, you know, our we think that the mind in, inside of ourselves is the master. 
But I feel through this, my mind can learn that it can relax as well. Mm-hmm. That it's very useful. It's not our mm-hmm. enemy, but it's also not the master. And yes, this is very, very helpful. But <laughs> 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 just you know, two things that remembered me, reminded me of this. Actually, Einstein said something about this exactly the same way. It's beautiful. I don't know the exact quote now, but he said exactly this thing that we forgot that um, we made the mind the master and the heart the slave. Yeah. But other way, actually, it's the other way around. Yeah. And if you think about our education and how we grew up and how we are taught how to live, it's very mind focused. Everything's yeah. in the mind. Everything. It's about planning things, about like we perception would, things. We you know, six-year-old kids. And they have six hours of frontal, yeah, uh, frontal lessons and like lessons. Yeah, yeah. it's and insane. So yeah, again, it's not about like that they're enemies. It's just like how can we change, especially in early childhood. And now that I've been, and we all have been in this week healing a lot. How impactful early childhood experiences are throughout your whole life. That's it's for me. Honestly, <laughs> for me, for me, it's the key. Yeah. And I, th- I think there's no way around it. Like, of course, you know, it's the life is about living the present moment. But there are many patterns, many like childhood tosses that appear in our daily life, and we don't even realize it. But your like your body looks like a grown up person, mm-hmm. but the way you act is just like a child, mm-hmm. because it actually life just brings you again and again into these situations to these parts that have not been loved inside of yourself, that have been hurt, they just reappear and they reappear and they reappear in very archetypal, in arch- archetypal forms. And it's happening because these parts inside of you want to heal mm-hmm. and these parts of inside of you want to be loved. And this is, yeah, very, very interesting. And I mean, it's also maybe hard to understand for, for, for many people and it, it was also for me By the way, everything I'm talking about now, like if you would have asked me two years ago, I was, you know, I was somewhere else, you know, <laughs> I was completely somewhere else. Yeah. So, but I just was looking for what really works, like very, very practical. And I soon realized that it doesn't matter what you think, which method, which concept, whatever, just do what practically helps you. <laughs> Because... There is no truth in any words. Mm-hmm. There is no truth in any thoughts. It's The thoughts are not there to tell you the truth. It's just helping you to to, to communicate mm-hmm. and to to make poems, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to point at yeah. some things. Yeah. But it's not there that there is no truth in any of the words. And once you understand this, this will tremendously help you in your life. Mm-hmm. Because you will, you will, you will be much more open, and you will try things just with an open heart, and by that you will realize, oh, there are a lot of things that you have thought that that, that is not true, that is bullshit, that is this and that, that is spiritual or woo woo, and that actually true, you know, not true in general, but for yourself, absolutely, because they helps you, they help you. Actually, it's the yeah. same thing sorry with the with like the the inner child work mm-hmm. you can go back you can talk to your inner child you can understand situations that happened between you your parents or or other other people and you understand that once you look there it changes your present moment mm-hmm. yes and then you start living in the present moment again exactly, exactly. actually yeah curious question <laughs> how was it for you um or was it actually normal how was it for you to kind of like publicly be more open about spirituality and like talking about this like also revealing this side of yourself or was it always kind of like normal for you or like how was this transition like most people they have no idea what i'm doing yeah like they don't know even like my family or <laughs> like friends They don't really know what I'm okay. doing. Mm, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a real process. And um, also, you know, I'm a, I have a lot of insecurities inside of myself. 
and it goes also hand in hand with this external validation. So I'm I'm not sharing many many things I'm doing out of that. Mm-hmm. It's a process to to trust myself and to to share it because I think it, it it would help a lot of people. But out of fear of being um, declined, out of mm-hmm. rejected, mm-hmm. out of fear of failing, mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of things. I don't share a lot of things. Actually, I probably have a, I have a lot of helpful things to share. Absolutely, Max. So I also <laughs> you do. I also it's a process for yeah. me to do this, and one of the things is also this not not, not to be afraid to to speak honestly, um, also with a great sensitivity, Absolutely. you know, because it's always also a balance between you know it's not about what I want to say it's about who I want to reach, mm-hmm. and I think if but if you speak from your heart. And you don't speak out of your emotion, out of an aggressiveness, out of a, a point of I want to convince someone, which is a process for myself, you know, um, to to stay centered while I speak about these things because, you know, something means so much to you, but then you feel a resistance mm-hmm. and then you kind of, you, you're being infiltrated by this resistance and you you create more resistance. But opening up more, Speaking in the language that someone can receive, mm-hmm. giving the right the right amount of whatever it takes to to help this person in this moment, and at the same time also being very true to yourself, not being afraid, like knowing is this now because I feel there's a resistance, or is this because I'm afraid to really speak openly about mm-hmm. it? And yes, it's it's a difficult process. This one is also, of course, a big part of of, of that of opening up, because it's just you know. Also, when I think about, yeah, like, and I know many, many people that kill themselves, actually, mm-hmm. many people. I know many people that really suffer as well, depressions and shit like this. And it's ridiculous because we, there are ways, there are really ways to, to help people. And those things, they're slowly now becoming again mm, more commercial, mm-hmm. you know, through studies they do with the psychedelics and so on. But it's, you know, for me, we, we live in a, in a very strange world at the moment, you know, and this is also the world we, we create. It's a mirror of, of, mm-hmm. of ourselves. Absolutely. But I, I want to create a world where people, you know, where I tell people that healing is possible and it's not like being dependent on something, the independent. No, like giving the power back to yourself because taking again the responsibility as well. And I think this is what for me, what is healing about, you know, to, to, to understand yourself, mm-hmm. to look deeper, to regain your power, to regain also your responsibility. And of course, in, in this world, this is, this is very rare that this happens because we have, yeah, everyone has like interest and shit, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm so grateful for for the people that helped me in my life, mm. and um, yes, out of out of this gratefulness, out of this deep transformation that is happening inside of me, out of so much blessings that I really received in my life, I I I, I want to like tell people like, hey, you can you can really really transform yourself. You, Absolutely, you, you can heal. You can heal, and not. You need. You don't need anyone. You, of course, we need guides and we need we need spaces. But ultimately, it's where is the power going? Mm-hmm. To? Is it going to yourself or is it again going to someone out? Yeah. And nowadays, everyone is everyone wanting like you know like wanting make make you independent independent mm-hmm. dependent. Yeah, like wow, it's beautiful. Just that this thought came to mind. It's like nowadays, like we, we it seems like we only look we look so much outside. Mm-hmm. But most of us have forgotten how to look inside. Yeah, we just don't know anymore. Yeah. And then maybe sometimes you take a glimpse and it's like, oh, that's scary, and you just look away again. Yeah, there's this, there's this story. I don't know. Like I can only like a little bit paraphrase it. I don't know who said it, but it's like, um, it's basically saying, I'm gonna hide the the truth of life where nobody's gonna look. <laughs> deepest place of the world like it's inside of you wow 
And yeah, it's funny. It's funny because it's it's really, really like that. It's beautiful. Like, it's beautiful. <laughs> all of my life, like you know, no one. Like, yeah. It's so I it's hard, hard to grasp now. Also, this drives me now to change mm-hmm. this. Or at least what I want to bring into this world. No one told me ever for the first twenty six years in my mm-hmm. life to look inside. Mm-hmm. No one taught me anything mm-hmm. about emotions. No one taught me anything about my mind. No one taught me anything really about my body. I'm not talking about fitness education. or I'm talking about really learning about your body. Mm-hmm. No one. So this is strange. You know, this is strange because there is nothing else. <laughs> you know, there's nothing else. And um, yeah, I think this also explains the day and age a lot. We, we we lost a lot of sensitivity. There's we lost a lot of compassion because we're we we we're I don't know like we we were hurt. We are in, in thrones. Mm-hmm. We, we we don't know really what's going on. And I think the only way to do this is is really to look inside, because then you will understand there's nothing else. Exactly. Yes. It's beautiful, Max. <laughs> wow. And then so, hey, I hope you're gonna share more and more about your. Yeah, your wisdom and knowledge and your experiences. After this three weeks so far or four weeks in Peru, mm. have you received any new insights you would like to share how you... I mean, now you, you're doing your Wim Hof instructions and many other things. Have you gotten any new insights what you want to do in the next year <laughs> to keep on expanding this to help people listen to the inner world and yeah yeah i mean it's it's everything is uh, constantly developing mm-hmm. and I'm, i'm i'm learning constantly new stuff and i'm already you know for many years also on this path with the plant medicine and um, yeah it, 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 it continues it continues I, i feel yeah i feel it's a good place mm-hmm. to be you know <laughs> there is um many artistic expressions that are inside of myself that are able to unfold in yeah. these moments. And yeah, I will, I will, I will continue yeah. these th- th- studies. And I think it's so beautiful because like the things you do and you really have the courage to do all these things you're doing here ultimately makes you also a better healer. And that's so beautiful because you can give him more back. But also like, just want to give you words of appreciation because you put yourself in front of the line to decide to die so you can help people move more. And it's amazing, Max. <laughs> yes, you got, you know, you got to, you got to lead by example. And you know, when these opportunities appear in your life, mm-hmm. you, you, you got to take them. Yeah. And then you, you figure out that it's, yeah, that it's uh, the fear in your mind that mm-hmm. is much bigger than, than actually dying itself. Mm-hmm. That, that you will receive blessings <laughs> and that, the, <laughs> that you will be newborn in a different way and yeah. uh, yes I think this also of course transmits in your energy as well oh it's beautiful Max we're coming to an end but um, just want to say uh, you're such an inspiring person and I think everyone who works with you can be grateful to receive your wisdom your presence and your healing power and I can't wait what else you're going to do in the next years in your lifetime And I'm also looking forward to our future adventures in our lifetime. So thank you so much <laughs> for sharing your wisdom today in this episode. <laughs> thank you, brother, for, for your kind words. And thank you also, you know, for, for your trust and for being on the path together. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a real brother. And you're also leading, leading from the front. <laughs> yeah, much, much respect and much love to you. And now much love. And now we're going to get it to two. <laughs> yes, now yes. we're going to get it to two. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it to two. <laughs> All right. Thank you so All much. Right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>